All right, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 6th. It is Boston College week. And we're going to talk about it uh, for the next however long, maybe 35 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Uh, we are the Sons of Saturday. My name is Pat Finn. I'm standing next to Billy Ray Mitchell. I thought. <laughs> Down here in Charlotte, North Carolina, we got Grayson Wimbish on the West Coast in Los Angeles, landing in Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow uh, around 540 uh, EST. And we're going to scoop him and go to Blacksburg, Virginia. So we're fired up for that. Uh, before we get into the podcast, we do want to uh, commemorate and give tribute to uh, Cyrus Lawrence, who passed away over the past week. Cyrus Lawrence was a uh, esteemed Virginia Tech running back uh, in the late 1970s, early 1980s, and he was the and still is the all-time leading rusher at Virginia Tech. Grayson, any any specific stats? I know you had uh, pulled up for uh, for Cyrus Lawrence because he had an epic career at Tech. Yep. Uh, All-time leading rusher, like you said, Pat, 3,767 yards. Uh, Inducted into the Virginia Tech Sports Hall of Fame in 1997. Passed away this past Friday at the age of 61. So our thoughts, prayers, and condolences are with his family. And uh, Billy Ray, I mean, you were saying like right before we press record, we don't know if that record will ever be broken. I mean, that's going to stand for a very, very long time. So rest in peace to Cyrus Lawrence. Well said, gentlemen. Well said. So we play a football game on Saturday. We're playing a football game at night on Saturday. We're playing a night game at Lane Stadium on Saturday night. Um, so we're going to go ahead and kick things off. But first, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Main Street Pharmacy, located right in Blacksburg, Virginia, on Main Street. Yes, the pins will be available. They will be at Main Street Pharmacy. Get on over there. Check out all the Sons of Saturday exclusive merchandise that you can pick up there. And if you need a prescription or any other household items, they are available for you. Over at Main Street Pharmacy, you are more than a number. You are a, a neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> hey, there it is. Hey, All right, so let's uh, let's jump into hokey haikus. We have two haikus. Go ahead, Brett. Matt Gregg, the man's got two first names. Three G's <laughs> in his last name. Three G's in his last name. <laughs> two T's in the first name. Never, never land. Start jumping in lane. Brent Pry, right the train. Now, Matt. Love the submission. That is not a haiku. A haiku needs to be five <laughs> seven five. That was five five five. However, hat tip to the rhyme that was included because uh, haikus don't need rhymes. But if we're gonna steer away from a haiku, let's make it rhyme. Billy, what's the next one? So this is from uh, my coworker Cody Step. He has two P's in his last name. We're doing a lot of a lot of double dipping on the last name uh, letter train here. So we got Q. Enter Sandman. The Hokies are back in lane, only up from here. So great submissions. Uh, love the poetry coming in. It's been fun. Um, and it's been a long time since we've done this. Hokie history. It's one of my favorite segments. I usually have nothing to do with it, um, but I do today. But Pat, go ahead and take it off with Hokie history with the Boston College Golden Eagles. Virginia Tech plays Boston College this weekend. For the 31st time, Tech has played Boston College Every year since 1993, with, I believe, the exception of 2004, our first year in the ACC when there was that carryover year where Boston College was still in the Big East. Tech in Miami said, hey, we're going. And BC said, hey, I got one more year. (laughs) I'm going to try to figure (laughs) things out over here in the Big East. And they eventually came over in 2005, the first year that had 
the Atlantic and Coastal Divisions. This is the last year of the Atlantic and Coastal Divisions, and Boston College has been our cross-divisional rival ever since they joined the conference. And we don't play them next year. We don't play them next year. Just like uh, we're losing BC, we're losing Miami. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. Um, Tech leads the series 19-11. to We've split the last 10 games 5-5. to A few memorable games. Uh, You can't forget about the 1999 game at Virginia Tech uh, when Tech defeated Boston College. Michael Vick had a great game. Andre Davis had a memorable touchdown uh, that game uh, early in the first quarter, but uh, that game sent us to the national championship game in November of 20, or uh, I'm sorry, 1999. (laughs) Two ACC championship games that we defeated Boston College, one of them 2007. you had the Xavier DB pick six to seal it at the end. Hokie fans throwing oranges onto the field um, to send Virginia Tech to the Orange Bowl uh, after defeating Matt Ryan and avenging the loss from earlier in the season in 2007. Then you got the two, 2008 win, which was also avenging a regular season loss. Uh, you had Tyrod ball out that game in 2008, sent the Hokies to the Orange Bowl again, where we defeated uh Cincinnati 20 to 7. That was a Brian Kelly coached Cincinnati Mm. team. Mm. Talk about uh, last year, or not last year, two years ago, the COVID game. Virginia Tech defeated Boston College the last time they came to Lane Stadium in 2020 in the COVID year. Actually crushed them that night, 40 to 14. Was probably one of our better games of the season of 2020. A lot of those guys from Boston College still on that team. This year, um, where I don't know if, if we had have anybody that's playing in this game. We have a few. I think Norrell Pollard. Uh, Jalen Dax, Holston. Jalen Holston, who are on the team at that point. Dax. There's been so much turnover. And Dax Hallfield as well. Um, last year's loss to Boston College was pretty much the moment that it seemed like the staff had. It was the, uh, it was the moment that the staff had given up. You know, it was the giving up point. It was the point of no return. If you weren't convinced that uh, there was going to be some turnover at the end of the year, the Boston College game was sure to uh, to do the convincing for you. So that's some hokey history. Who is the familiar face? Familiar face. Sons of siblings. We got a familiar face. So um, Calvin Klein. No, not the underwear. No, not the cologne. Calvin Klein played tight end at Virginia Tech um, back when I was at Virginia Tech. And many of you may remember him because he was doing double duty. We were talking about double dips early. How about double duty? He was in the Corps of Cadets, and he was also playing football for Virginia Tech. Um, Number 93, I believe he wore Calvin Klein, and then eventually transferred to Texas A&M to finish his football career. But his younger brother, Kevin Klein, is a redshirt sophomore, and he plays right tackle for the Golden Eagles. So keep an eye out. For Kevin Klein, uh, and shout out to my guy, Calvin, who uh, graciously has been reminding me to not forget to mention that Kevin (laughs) plays for the Golden Eagles. So, uh, Grayson, take us home. Yeah, uh, I would say, I think, Pat and Bill, you would agree with this. Boston College, especially since we played them since 1993, they're kind of an indirect rival of ours. Uh, I think there is definitely a mutual respect between both fan bases. Like, their fans have always been very nice to us. And we've been we've always been very nice to them, uh, but I would definitely say we've been the proverbial thorn in each other's sides. 
Pat, you mentioned the 2000 and 2000, 2007 and 2008 seasons where we lose in the regular season and then we beat them when it counts to go to the Orange Bowl and win the ACC championships. The tie rod years, the glory years, fond memories. Uh, and now it's kind of we're in this like Facebook poke war where the series is five <laughs> and five in the last 10 years. And it's like, all right, we win. No, now we win. And so Saturday, who's going to win the poke war in 2022? Um, that's kind of had that on their bingo board. Who had a Facebook poking uh, reference on the Saturday on their bingo board or a sports uh, podcast? A well, uh, I'm going to move over from poke wars to like, like for like, like our friends at CMG leasing. If you got Facebook, go ahead and type in CMG leasing and like their page, like us on Facebook, <laughs> like us on YouTube, subscribe to our newsletter. But, um, we want to give a shout out to our friends at CMG Leasing. Our storylines of the week are brought to you by our preferred partners for residential housing in Blacksburg. Uh, this week, we want to give a big time shout out to the Edge Apartment Homes. Actually, my sister lived in the Edge last year. Have a lot of friends who have lived in the Edge uh, in their college careers. Beautiful place. The Edge is now taking applications for the 2023 uh, school year. Uh, the Edge is right across from Virginia Tech's campus. It's the best off-campus student housing or student living. You can walk to campus. It's close to downtown. Everything is included. We're talking about utilities, and it's also fully furnished. Apply today at vtcampusedge.com. Text VTEDGE to 540-202-1638 for more info. And it's also the exclusive student housing partner of Virginia Tech. So again, uh, for the next school year, uh, they are leasing up. Go ahead and check out The Edge in Blacksburg. Now, some storylines here. Both of the teams uh, playing tonight or uh, playing on Saturday were predicted to be preseason bottom dwellers in their respective divisions. Virginia Tech was picked to be fifth in the Coastal. BC picked to be sixth in the Atlantic division. Both teams are certainly down, but not out right now. You got two teams coming off emotional losses. You had, you had uh, Rutgers come into town and beat Boston college on Saturday. You had Virginia tech lose at ODU. Both games had their opponent take long drives down the field, um, you know, in the fourth quarter. And uh, there was no answer from either side. Boston College sur surrendered a 96-yard drive uh, to, to lose that Rutgers game at home. But we do have Jeff Halfley returning for his third season as head coach. Halfley had a, had a strong presser. I know he's going to have the, uh, the Boston College Eagles ready for Saturday. Who's, uh, who's leading Boston College under center, Grayson? Yes, uh, many Hokies remember last year's game. Phil Dracovic returns as Boston College starting quarterback. He was 7 for 13 against the Hokies last year with a total of 112 yards. Notably gave our defense problems. Uh, he was dangerous on the ground, was able to scramble and make us miss. Uh, he's a talented quarterback. Really, he's better than I think we thought he was last year. Um Another storyline here is obviously both of these teams are in the ACC. Both still control their own destiny to the Coastal and Atlantic titles, uh, and, we'll, and both will be looking for their first uh, conference win of the season. So 
it's a, it's a game of destiny, if you will. Look, go ahead, Pat. It, and Dracovic, he had a really good sophomore year. Um, last year, he was hampered, broke his hand, mm-hmm. uh, and hand did not wrist. hand or wrist or finger, something like that, something in that region yeah. of the uh, – An the, extremity. The anatomy. And, uh, you know, so didn't get a full season out of Phil Dracovic after hopes were pretty high for Boston College last year. I remember going into preseason last year. It was like, all right, between Boston College or NC State, they got great quarterback play. You know, which of these teams is going to, you know, finish highest in the Atlantic Division? Turned out to be NC State uh, after Dracovic went down and missed a handful of games last year. So to see him come back, he is an anticipated uh, day one pick. In the NFL draft next year, he's got he's got the build. He's like 6'5", 214, so definitely an NFL uh, body type quarterback. But um, yeah, he will definitely be uh, the highlight of Boston College's offense. We can get into that in a few minutes. I know Bill has some more storylines. Yeah, look, I mean, it's not really a storyline. It's kind of where we are. So, uh, Saturday night is a big deal. Um, it's a night game at Lane Stadium. It's going to be on ACC Network. Please bring your good cameras. Um, hopefully the place will be close to a sellout. I, I'm not really sure what to expect from a from a, a fan uh, a fan total show out perspective. Um, I did give a strong uh, recommendation to everyone to show up. We're going to be there. We're excited about it. We're going to cheer on our team. Um, and uh, look, this can either serve as a springboard for a very disappointing week one, or it can get really ugly. Um, this is a big game. This is a big game. It's a really good chance to showcase uh, Virginia Tech and to showcase Coach Pry. Um, so it's going to be a great challenge for us, and I'm glad that we have it this early in the season. You know, Bill, I know one of your hot takes from Hot Wings and Hotter Takes was that Virginia Tech would sell out every home Power 5 game. So a lot is at stake here on Saturday night. We know West Virginia is sold out, but can Boston College sell out? That I is the so. question, and we will find out. Uh, in a few days' time. Time to talk about the Boston College offense. It is led by offensive coordinator John McNulty. He was the offensive analyst at Penn State while Coach Pry was there, and then he coached at Rutgers and went up against Coach Pry. But, Pat, try to uh, keep your pants on here. This is going to be really exciting. In an early stint at Rutgers in 2006, this was the GOAT Rutgers team. Went 11-2, finished 12th nationally. Um, he had a 3,000-yard passer in Mike Teal, a 2,000-yard rusher in Ray Rice, and two 1,000-yard receivers in Kenny Britt and Tyquan Underwood. You know, you might see OC John McNulty just in the middle of the game. He might need <laughs> to go chop some wood. Stadium Woods is in danger this <laughs> weekend, okay? You got John McNulty coming to town. He knows that Greg Schiano is going to tell him what to do. Uh, and chop some wood this weekend. Um, you know, familiar foes that uh, that squared off last weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chiano did get the better of Coach John McNulty in BC. Another thing, I mean, I, I can't underscore how impressive it is to have a uh, – <laughs> I can't underscore how impressive it is to have a 2,000-yard rusher and two 1,000-yard receivers um, on the same football team in the same year. So that was a tremendous year for Rutgers. Most people forget about it. But if you forget about it, Pat will remind you. Brian Brom had a tough night that <laughs> night. Who is the coach? Bobby Petrino. Yeah, of, uh, that's of, right. Of Louisville. Pre, uh, pre, um, pre-motorcycle incident, right? That is correct. Pre-motorcycle yeah. incident. Um, so let's talk about Phil Jakovic. Six foot five, 214 pounds. 
Last week, he was 23 for 41 for 283 yards. He had three touchdowns and two interceptions and a QBR of 47.2. But don't let that fool you. Don't let that fool you. In 2020, when he was healthy, as you talked about, Pat, he finished with 25,000, 2,558 yards, 17 touchdowns, and five interceptions. The guy makes smart decisions with the ball. Um, He will be drafted this fall, barring catastrophe. This spring. This spring. The draft is. I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) He will be drafted this spring, barring catastrophe, and he's likely a day one or day two pick. He's extremely talented. He's hard to get down. Um, so he really kind of headlines this Boston College offense. And speaking of talent, who does he have to throw to? You know, if you have a talented quarterback but don't have anyone to throw to, I mean, look at look at Logan Thomas in 2012 and 2013. Didn't really have the receiver talent he had in 2011. Well, there is some talent uh, that Phil Dracovic will be throwing to. Um, two guys here, Zay Flowers and George Takix. Zay Flowers, we should know the name. Uh, He bursted down to the scene in 2019 as a freshman. Extremely skilled wideout. Lines up in the slot. Lines up on the end. Um, 10 catches for 117 yards last week. Two rushes for 16 yards. So he can hurt you uh, through the air. He can hurt you on the ground. He can hurt you all over. Over 100 career catches for Zay Flowers. And then the transfer tight end from Notre Dame, George Takix. He is a 6'6", 247-pound uh, mountain man. That's like this tall. It's taller like than five, Bill. Like five pounds less than me. Uh, and he had a good week last week as well. Seven catches for 84 yards. However, aside from these two weapons, there is not that much going for Boston College, whether that's <laughs> in the wide receiver room, whether that's in the running back room. Not as much star power as Boston College uh, you know, would desire. It's not, it's not that 2007 team with – you know, Calendar, Challenger, Rich Gannell, Matt Ryan. Who are the running backs on that team, Grayson? And I couldn't even tell you. It was just Matt Ryan that I remember. <laughs> I think I think Calendar might have been a running back, but um, they had good defense too. Jamie Silva. <laughs> we had some great Jamie Silva. Jamie Silva was a problem. BJ Raji. Yeah. Dude, where'd he go to high school? Paramus Catholic. Paramus Westwood Catholic. High School, where West. I grew up. We used to walk down to the field. We watched him play all the time. And a day Raji. Played basketball for Boston College as well, and then played in the. What G- about Corey? More fun facts. With Bill. Wait, no, a day was the younger brother. He did not have a Corey. Sport. He did not have a sports career. Corey, Corey was played the, basketball. Yes, that's right. That's right. A day did not have a sports career. Um, I would say uh, to, to the Hokies out there, you might remember George Takix uh, because he played for Notre Dame last year and scored a touchdown against who the Virginia Tech Hokies in that gut wrenching soul-crushing loss in Lane Stadium. It was one of his two touchdowns last season at Notre Dame. Uh, I watched the tape of him against Rutgers last week. He's going to be a problem like he was last season for us. He's going to give our defensive secondary a challenge. The way they played against Old Dominion on Friday, we'll see how they handle it. Um, I'm, I'm concerned. I think Tackett is a very, very talented tight end. Um and then, like Pat mentioned, seven passes for 84 yards against Rutgers last week. He's a dog. He can play football. Um, you know, I guess to the running back point, uh, it looks like redshirt junior Pat Garwo third is going to be starting for them. He started for them last Saturday against Rutgers. Last season, he rushed for a total of 1,045 yards on 205 attempts against Rutgers. 
he got 14 touches and only rushed for 25 yards, which is not great. That's like less than two yards a carry. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder how he's going to be incorporated into the offensive scheme, how much they're actually going to use their running backs, which is something that they've been known to do. Uh, they have a huge identity on that front, especially against Virginia Tech. Um, but the similarities of these two teams, I feel like Phil Dracovic, he's it's going to be air raid. I feel like they're going to be in the air a lot. So uh, it makes me wonder how much we're going to see Pat Garwell, the, uh, the third. Yeah, uh, and Boston College is going to come in with an amazing offensive line who steamrolls ever. Oh, no, they're not. Boston College, for seemingly the first time that we, in a very long time, is going to come in, and they are very young and very inexperienced, and it showed against Rutgers. Another New Jersey shout-out here. They're really, really missing redshirt junior Christian Mahogany. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL this past May. He was the number two guard prospect, according to Mel Kuyper, over the summer. Uh, he did go to Paramus Catholic, a state champion at Paramus Catholic and a fantastic football player, but he is not going to be playing this fall, unfortunately, and getting ready for the draft when he is healed. Um, so who took the majority of the snaps for Boston College? Uh, you have Kevin Klein. You have Tra- uh, He's a redshirt sophomore. You have Trapillo, redshirt sophomore. Kendall, redshirt freshman. Conley, the oldest on the line, redshirt junior. Durst. Durstein, redshirt senior, so I was wrong. He's actually the oldest on the offensive line. And Alik, who is a redshirt sophomore. So they had a really tough game against Rutgers. Um, According to PFF, no player averaged above a 67, and they rushed for less than 50 yards and also gave up four sacks. Um, They were very one-dimensional against Rutgers. Again, it's a very small sample size. You're getting a lot of new guys in there. So that is what we're looking at. Switching over to the defensive side of the ball, I want to shout out Rob Trimber. He had a fantastic write-up on the styles of uh, Boston College offense and the Boston College defense. Boston College runs a 4-2-2 scheme versus Rutgers. They gave up 22 points, 322 yards. 212 of those yards came on the ground and nearly five yards per play. Not going to win a lot with five yards per play unless you play in the uh, Pac-12. And they're extremely athletic up front. You know, I did mention the 96-yard drive against Rutgers last year. Last week. (laughs) I did mention the 96-yard drive versus uh, Rutgers last week. Rutgers ran the ball on all 12 plays. All 96 of those yards were compiled on the ground. So, run the ball. Establish the run. It's plain and simple. Who, uh, who else do they have on their D-line? Yeah, so um, pronunciation is going to be a challenge here. Yeah, it's uh, tough. Shita Salah. Uh, it's S-H-I-T-T-A, so do that with you, May. He is a six foot four, 240-pound senior out of Somerset, New Jersey. Makai Lewis. He was the uh, number one alpha outside linebacker in New Jersey and a top 10 player in the state when he was being recruited according to 24-7. Don't tell Coach Young that we're reading these numbers out to you. Um, doesn't really care about stars. Uh, and then speaking of Coach Young and Hunter Couture, the free safety is from Orlando. Jason Matry is a redshirt senior and impact player, five foot ten, 188 pounds from Orlando. It's also worth noting uh, they have a fifth-year defensive back, Elijah Jones. He's played against the Hokies a lot. He actually recorded an interception last week in open space. He's quick. And then Josh DeBerry. 
10 games in, in 2021, he totaled 53 tackles, two interceptions, a forced fumble, and he also was all ACC second team, rising from honorable mention the year prior. Uh, Josh DeBerry is a hell of a hell of a football player as well. They have talent on their defense. Um, so Grant Wells, just be careful where you throw that where you throw that football, man, because they got it. Absolutely. Before we transition into the over and unders, I want to let you know that this is brought to you by DraftKings. And let me let you know, football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here in DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet in an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. How do I do that? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SOS to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code SOS only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wyoming, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire, 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York or visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 1-888-532-3500 right here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Here are the lines. The current line has Virginia Tech favored by three. Pretty surprised. Pretty surprised. Definitely surprised. Pretty surprised. And the over-under is set at 46 points for Saturday. But here are the fun ones. Grant Watson. Hit us with the Grant Watson over and unders. Grant Watson's over-unders are back. Keyshawn King, rushing yards, 80. Grayson, kickers off. 100% over the way that Keyshawn King played last Friday. Uh, he's proved to me that he's he's made significant improvement. I think he's the guy this year, 100% over 80 yards. Come on. You know, I'm gonna out. go. I'm gonna go over as well. I will be very interested to see how carries are broken up this week. Um, quite, quite honestly, <laughs> want to know is Jalen Holston going to get any carries, and is Ch- Chance Black going to be number two here this week uh, instead of Jalen Holston? Uh, Chance Black looked great last week. Keyshawn King looked great, but I'm gonna go over for King. I'll go ahead and follow you guys. I believe so as well. J- judging by how they handled Rutgers last week, uh, running the ball is going to be a huge opportunity for Virginia Tech. Phil Dracovic, passing yards, 250, over or under, Grace? Oh, 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 oh. I'll, go, so- I'll go. <laughs> over. I don't see any way that this goes under. Phil Dracovic, um, I think he's going to throw for 280 or 300 yards. He had 41 attempts last week. And if I am, if I'm on the offensive staff, you know what I'm doing? I'm licking my chops because I just watched Old Dominion crush Virginia Tech down the football field. I know we have a talented defensive back room. 
I believe it's going to be better. But these wide receivers for Boston College are way more talented than Old Dominion, and they're going to be taking shots down the field. So they're going to, Tech's going to have to be ready for it. You know Boston College wants to throw the ball down the field. Jerkovic threw the ball 41 times last week, 41 times. So he's going to have the attempts. They don't really run the ball well. So uh, I'm going to go with the over on 250 yards. Grayson. Bill was really confident about that one, y'all. He literally has typed in the notes. Can I scream over? <laughs> so he's, he's feeling good about it. I feel good about it too, but barely. Like 250, it might be like 255. Um, I know he's a very, very talented quarterback. Uh, I know how he played against us last year. I saw how he played against Rutgers this past weekend. Uh, I think I think it's going to be an air raid. I really don't think they're, they're going to utilize their running backs a lot. I'm going to take the over. Pat, what you got? I'm going to take the under. I don't think outside of the big tight end and Zay Flowers, they have that much talent. Um, yeah, we, we talked about the other wide receivers. They're, they're tiny, tiny guys. Um, are they going to be better than the wide receivers from Old Dominion? Yes, but outside of the last drive of the game, Old Dominion did not really move the ball against Virginia Tech. They scored one touchdown on our defense all game last week. Is that the worst quarterback we're going to play this year? Absolutely. So, you know, what does that mean? But uh, Dracovic only threw for 238 yards against Rutgers, and I think our uh, defensive backs are a lot more talented than the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, with all due respect to my friends from the Northeast. Um, so I'm going to go with the under here. But I think I think he could throw for 238 again. I just don't think it's going to hit 250. Let's go ahead and move on to letters from the lunch pail brought whoa, to you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got, we got, we got uh, two more to go here. Oh, total points scored. I'm sorry. That's right. I didn't. I, I thought we were going up with the uh, Lane Stadium hot dog one, and I thought you guys didn't want to hear that. But if you want to hear about my hot dog consumption, that's fine. Let's talk about the total points over first. It's okay. currently at 23.5. <laughs> where it's listed. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. We're definitely going to score more than uh, 23 and a half points. But I think it comes in overtime. I'll leave it at that. I think this game's going into overtime. I'm going to go ahead, and, and I yelled about Phil Jakovic. I'm going to whisper over <laughs> 23 and a half points. I want to be proven wrong. I'm giving Virginia Tech the Benny of the Dowdy, and uh, I'm really hoping that we're able to do it. I'm seeing – I'll actually give my scores later. We have our scores coming up later, but um, – Look, it's, I think this is going to be a tough, tight game. Um, I have Tech finishing like right at that number, and we'll get into that when we get to our score predictions. I also have a scoring 24 points. There you um, go. Bonus, number of hot dogs and cold brews consumed by Billy Ray in Lane Stadium. So, Six and a half. Is that collectively, or is that – Yeah, I think so. I think it would be like three hot dogs and like three and a half beers probably. Or oh, two, three over. beers and three and a half hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I mean, I think over, I actually wanted to, so a couple things. One, I plan on making this the first time that I ever have a turkey leg. I've never had one at Virginia Tech uh, at a football game. So I'm, I'm going to do that and give you guys, a, we'll, we'll put some content out for that. I'm, I'm sure you guys <laughs> would love to see that. Um, I do want to ask you guys, what is like your idea of, I cannot go into Lane Stadium I, I like being almost stone cold sober when I get in there. I don't like watching a football game feeling any type of, of, of shmeesh when I walk into the football game. That's just me. Um, the game, the kickoffs at eight o'clock. So um, are you guys the same way? Are you guys yes. like really like freaked out about that? I, I, I can't imagine a place. hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. I can't imagine a place I'd want to be less than lane stadium and an, an, an important game. I'm not saying it for, I guess every game is important now. Here's, here's the strategy. You maintain the steady tailgate buzz 
all day. <laughs> you have a steady buzz. It never goes beyond that. Mm. You know, you can sip your bourbon, drink your beer, do whatever it is that you do. But when it's game time, it's game time, baby. That's I'm right. locked in. We can't have I, feeling I, bad for yourself with a headache. No, no, no. none of that. Stay no. hydrated, kings and queens. Make good decisions. Um, <laughs> letters from the lunch pail, Grayson. Go ahead. Our our, our good friend, our buddy, wrote in from, uh, from yes. letters from the lunch pail. Steve Bryce, uh, we hope you're well, man. He asked question for the whole crew. How short is Grant Wells' chain if the first half offense Saturday looks like Friday night's offense? Also, who starts for Caleb Smith in his absence? Blumrick or Kakavitsas? How do you say his name? I, no, I idea. Have no idea. We're going to learn. No idea. We're going to get that no right. Idea, um, but, nobody I'll, I'll, I'll start here. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, how short is Grant's chain? I think he's got slack. I'm going to tell you, I think he's got slack. And based off the practice reports, I think this coaching staff thinks he's a lot better than what we we have in the cupboard right now. And that's not to knock on Jason Brown or anyone else. Um, so I think he's got slack. I really, unless it gets ugly and they start really beating us down, that's the only situation I think we see Jason Brown in the game. Uh, and then I think it's Blumrick starting in Caleb Smith's place. I hope it is. Uh, especially, you know, we talked about it. Uh, yesterday on the on the ODU wrap up podcast, why wasn't Blumberg in there earlier after Caleb Smith had gone down? Um, I, I think he's an athlete. Was he the best quarterback? Not really. I think he he can be dangerous catching passes, and I hope we see him out there on Saturday for sure. Billy Ray, I, I hope it's Blumberg too. Okay, Pat, yeah, go ahead. Man. I think it's Blumberg too. Um, I honestly hope it's Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith has been listed day to day, so we could see him on Saturday. We might not see him on Saturday. We won't know until game time, uh, probably, unless something comes out later this week. Um, Christian Moss and Jalen Jones both appeared on the two deep, I guess the three deep, the depth chart here um, that was put out today by Virginia Tech uh, on uh, September 6th. So it's good to see both both Moss and Jalen Jones. Those are two guys from uh, you know, previous recruiting classes that have been known to be bright spots, but we haven't necessarily seen them contribute uh, in any way of consistency yet for Virginia Tech. Um, so I do think it's Blumrick, short answer, to make a long story long. You know what? I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pull a a, a politician uh, quote out of my pocket, and I'm gonna talk around your question, and I'm not gonna answer it directly. I frankly don't give a damn who's running routes for Virginia Tech on Saturday night. I care about one thing. Don't throw it to the other team. Uh, that's that's it. Don't throw the ball to the other team. And again, everyone's be like, ooh, good risk firing shot to Grant Wells. No. Find a way to get guys out there who can create separation and do not turn the football over. That's what has to happen. Boston College is unable to run the football. They have a very unexperienced offensive line. Stay on the football field. The way that we're going to beat Boston College is the way that they have beaten us for decades is by holding on to the football, not decades, but how they've beaten us over the last decade. Hold on to the football, keep the offense on the field. They did a good job with that against Old Dominion. We did a 10-minute advantage in the time of possession. Stay on the field. Stay on the field. Finish your drives with touchdowns or field goals. That's the goal. I don't care who plays wide receiver. In terms of the quarterback situation, I do think that this is Grant Wells' job. Uh, If you went ahead and you listened to Coach Pry's uh, press conference today, 
he has great faith in Grant Wells. He said that they went back and they looked at the film and similar to me, they said that, uh, look at that little self-stroke. I didn't mean that to make that sound like, an, uh, like a jerky thing. But uh, he did say that two of the interceptions were chalked up to being Grant Wells' fault um, out of the five. I said three, they said two. Um, but I do think that he is the most talented quarterback in that room, um, and that is his job to lose. And I don't think that they're going to go into this game with the expectation that he's not going to be the guy. Moving right along here. Um, I, again, I already did it. Shout out to Chris Baylor. Please, please check out his work. Uh, we had some awesome other articles that went out regarding the Prokies, regarding um, you know all of the grades and all of the information that we had about the Old Dominion game that we are now moving on from. Um, so please check us out on sonsofsaturday.com. It's time. Score predictions. What are the score predictions for Boston College? I pretty much just gave my entire synopsis of it. Stay on the football field. Hold on to the ball. Do not turn it over. Rush the quarterback. Get to the quarterback. Put pressure on him. Um, and don't let these wide receivers run scot-free. I have Virginia Tech winning this game 24-17. to 17. And again, I implore you, do not turn the football over. Grayson. I think it goes down to the wire. I said on Twitter earlier this week, I, I, I get flashes night game. I think of 2019 UNC me coming home from LA. It just makes sense for this game to go into overtime. And I think it's going to, and if it does, I have the hope he's winning 31 to 27. Uh, I, I think that the bulk of our points, um, well, we'll score like two touchdowns in OT. We'll go into double. Okay, overtime. there. A, yeah, it'll go into double overtime, uh, and and we'll end up winning in overtime. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This game scares me. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ramifications if we don't win win this game. There's a lot of I, I don't know. The fan base will go up in arms, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to come home. Hokies on top. Let's go. I got 24 to 20 Virginia Tech <laughs> win and cover the minus three. That was uh, that was tough. I just think our our defense is going to play better than their defense. We're going to clean it up on offense. No more pre snap penalties. Or how about how about limited amount <laughs> of pre snap penalties? How about limited amount of inter, uh, interceptions? Phil Dracovic has thrown multiple interceptions against Virginia Tech uh, in the two games that he has played Virginia Tech. Um, if Grant Wells can can cut his INT totals in half and and get the ball downfield to Connor Blumrick or Christian Moss or Jalen Jones or whoever is out there, Bill. Um, I think Virginia Tech can use the advantage of Lane Stadium and cut down on what went wrong last week. You know, Brent Price said it. He said, I think we have a solid football team. I still think we have a solid football team too. And I think this team will be more prepared against Boston College than they were last week. 24-20 Virginia Tech. I want to uh, announce something that we're really, really excited about. Um, that's going to be a new tradition that we're going to do uh, at Lane Stadium. It is contingent on winning a football game because that is paramount and that is the first thing that we are focused on. But after every Virginia Tech win from here on out, we are asking everybody that attends a Virginia Tech football game, whether you're in Section 5, whether you're in Section 12, whether you're in the student section, wherever the hell are you, if you're watching the game and Virginia Tech wins, we are going to, after every win, Take a photo. There will be a photographer down in the field, and everybody will gather in Section 5. Put your arm around a friend, meet some people, and we're going to take a picture, and we'll post it after the game. It's going to be the Section 5 win photo. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think this is a really cool tradition. We want to build a community and build some fellowship. Um, so that is going to be something that we're starting this year. So Virginia Tech wins. 
We fire Skipper, we sing the damn song, march on over to section five. We're gonna take a photo and we hope to see that group grow and show up early and often. So looking forward to seeing everybody over in section five. Um, one last note here. Uh, if you're wondering what to wear for this football game, it is an orange effect game. And we just partnered up with Alumni Hall. We're doing a special item of the week every single week starting this week. Uh, we're basically going to be promoting a single item that will go along with whatever the game is. And uh, you can go down and you can get it at Alumni Hall. What's really enticing about this is if you use code SUNSVT at checkout on alumnihall.com, you will get 15% off of your order. But Billy Ray, I don't want to go on my computer. I don't know if it's going to get here on time. Okay, get off your butt and walk over to Alumni Hall and tell them the Sons of Saturday sent you. You're going to get 15% off of your purchase at Alumni Hall. This offer is available until September 16th. Again, we're really, really excited about it. So be sure to be in tune with that. You'll see the item of the week on our newsletter and social media. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. Does anybody else have any final closing thoughts here? Come see us on Friday at McLean's at First in Maine. We have our first ever live podcast with a live audience at McLean's here. Second. Or at McLean's. At McLean's. I was there. <laughs> um, at McLean's on Friday from 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock. So the way that it's going to be set up, it's going to be similar to Tech Talk Live. It's in the stadium seating area of McLean's at First in Maine. Uh, it is cash only, $20 at the door, $10 if you have a valid Virginia Tech student ID. Actually, any student ID. You can be a student at Radford. We'd mm -hmm. love to have you. As long as you're a student, um, you know, we want to save you some bills there. But um, we're going to have Hunter Couture, Justin Mutz of the reigning ACC champion, Virginia Tech Hokies men's basketball team. We're going to have Bill Roth and Bud Foster as well. Again, 7 to 10 p.m. We're going to have the stadium seating. Um, so I'm assuming that we'll fill up those tables, fill up those chairs, fill up the standing room in there. We're going to try to stream it on the TVs in the outer area, the bar area. So for folks, you know, if, if we run out of space in the stadium seating that you can watch and listen out in the bar area as well. Um, Mutz and Couture will be selling or we will be selling or helping them sell uh, some ACC championship signed banners that have been put together as well. So it should be a lot of fun. Really excited to, uh, to host this event. And uh, thanks to our partners at McLean's at First and Main for that. The next day on Saturday, we're going to be having a tailgate with uh, both Justin Mutz, Hunter Couture, and Darius Maddox, and some more special guests from the basketball team, and maybe special guests from all over Virginia Tech uh, show up at Lot 2. Uh, look for the American – I believe there's going to be three American flags, three Virginia Tech flags. We're going to get a Sons of Saturday flag up there as well. Behind the south end zone, Lot 2, from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock, we're going to have Roots Natural Kitchen – catering as well so if you are hungry come along and get one of the bowls while supplies last uh for that come on by it's gonna be a ton of fun on saturday as well. and if you see us around town say what's up we're gonna be high all, fives, all high around. fives oh yeah there will be plenty of go hokies all around that's right all right everybody will grace and fly safe pat drive us safe and uh we'll be <laughs> in blacksburg on wednesday take care everybody smoke out windows drink till we can't stand but i saw you dance like you want to in my head and all that she said is